Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a new episode of the Face Turn Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to say, uh, basically put out a trigger warning for anyone who's listening to this episode. This episode will be dealing with topics such as sexual abuse, sexual assault, and sex trafficking. Uh, so please just, like I said, just heed that trigger warning. Uh, this this episode is going to talk about some disturbing disturbing things uh on this show so just want to make sure that was out there uh so let me bring in the rest of the the rest of the people i have with me tonight i have mike ali and jeff and what we're what i'm referencing is the new lawsuit filed thursday against vince mcmahon former of course uh owner of wwe claiming some extremely disturbing and graphic sexual assault encounters and sex trafficking allegations against Vince himself by former WWE employee Janelle Grant. This is an article from NBC News uh, by Daniela Silva and Diana Dar Dashrath, but the Wall Street Journal was the one that broke basically this whole thing as they did the ones back in 2022. Quote, this is all from the article. And just when I say any of this stuff, just remember all this stuff is alleged none of this stuff is proven as of yet so just remember that with all just take that with the going into this all these stories so quote janelle grant a former employee of wwe said in the lawsuits that she was quote the victim of physical and emotional abuse sexual assault and trafficking at wwe today's complaint seeks to hold accountable two WWE executives who were sexually assaulted and trafficked plaintiff janelle grant as well as the organization that facilitated or turned a blind eye to the abuse and then swept it under the rug uh her attorney attorney for grant said in a statement to nbc news um uh, of course mcmahon has uh denied this lawsuit um and then uh but basically, the lawsuit includes uh, accusations of sex trafficking, civil battery, intentional or neglect, negligent infliction of emotional distress and negligence. According to the lawsuit. So this is kind of the this is kind of the little bit of a timeline that we get from the lawsuit. Grant met McMahon in March of 2019 while he was the company's chief executive and he, quote, dangled career making and life changing promises while engaging in increasingly inappropriate behavior toward her. McMahon allegedly pushed Grant for a physical relationship in exchange for a promised employment at WWE, adding that she, quote, felt trapped in an impossible situation where she could either submit to his sexual demands or face ruin. Miss Grant feared that she had everything to lose and face negative consequences no matter what happened. So the lawsuit claims that they then got into a physical relationship, but calling it a relationship seems ridiculous right now. Uh, quote, despite Miss Grant's expressions of unhappiness and attempts to end the sexual relationship, and while she came to understand that McMahon expected the physical relationship to continue as part of her employment, she had no idea how sordid it would become, nor how the psychological torture and physical violence would leave her feeling helpless, isolated, and trapped. The lawsuit alleges that in 2020, McMahon began sharing sexually explicit photos and videos of Grant with unnamed men inside and outside of the wrestling company, that being WWE. Because McMahon was CEO of WWE at the time and Grant had an entry-level position in the company, coercion was inherent in his, in his increasingly depraved sexual demands. Uh, the, the article then states that McMahon brought others into the relationship, including John Laurinaitis, who was the head of talent relations at the time. Um, the lawsuit alleges, and again, this comes, uh, before I get into this stuff, this comes with a, with a massive trigger warning. 
The lawsuit alleges that McMahon and Laurinaitis sexually assaulted Grant inside Laurinaitis' office as she begged them to stop while other colleagues were busy at their desks. Grant also claims in the lawsuit that others at WWE knew what was going on but actively sought to conceal the wrongdoing. Grant said in the lawsuit that she lost her employment at the company after McMahon said his wife, that being Linda McMahon, had found out about the relationship in January of 2022 and that he put her under immense pressure to sign an NDA. She eventually did sign the NDA, but now is seeking to void the NDA after McMahon stopped making the payments after about a million dollars. Um, the alleged abuse and predatory behavior has, quote, left Grant Miss Grant crippled both physically and mentally, and she suffers with debilitating symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. WWE is alleged to have attempted to sweep the matter under the rug, following media reports of McMahon's involvement in a hush money payment scandal, announcing a special committee or its board of directors to investigate the alleged misconduct. Uh, Grant alleged that the special committee never interviewed her or requested any documents, despite Grant saying she would cooperate. Uh, this this article basically ends. Uh, Miss Grant was groomed and coerced by McMahon and Laura Nitus, and the WWE stood by and facilitated efforts to keep Miss Grant employed by WWE to ensure McMahon's continued sexual exploitation. So that's kind of the gist of it. Um, if if you have a strong enough stomach and want to find out basically everything that Miss Grant said happened, um, I would highly I would re recommend reading the Wall Street Journal article because they really go deep into this. But like I said, it is very very graphic. I usually have a strong stomach, but even the stuff some of the stuff that she claims happened it got to me a little bit. So. That's basically the first kind of thing we'll talk about, Mike. And because, I mean, we we came on here after Vince was accused of the of the of it the first time, basically the, the hush money scandals. I Dan Lebitard, when he was talking about this on his show, shout out to him. He he said, it. I think, the best. I'm not shocked that we're hearing more about this, but I am. I'm not surprised that we're hearing more about what happened, but I am shocked of just how depraved vince god i i think that's the right way to use it you know the, the how depraved it got but i mean you talk about the stomach turning thing that uh, stomach turning and stomach turning in how this is all laid out i think the thing that gets me the most is that people no. And they didn't do a damn thing about it. But it, it, it goes back to, ironically, something Vince McMahon always talked about in promos. You don't cross the boss. And Vince McMahon has that had that almighty power. Uh, we were talking about that before we got on. We were having a similar discussion just based on why now and well money talks and if he stopped with his uh the hush money payments and whatnot on the nda of course this was going to come out but it, it further implicates the vince mcmahon for, forget uh innocent until proven guilty forget that for a second it proves Vince McMahon is one a peg, and two, and, and I think this goes a little bit deeper. 
everything that is said in this article. This is not about Vince McMahon. This is not about anybody who has money. If you see or hear of something like this, I don't care who it is. You have to act. You you have to come out and, and defend the victim. You have to come out and stand up and believe for stand up for what you believe in. You're taught at a young age what is right and what is wrong. Money and power should not include this kind of garbage that we live in. We live in a world where women can be a CEO. Women can be the boss as well as men. And I'm not saying this doesn't happen the other way around. But what I'm saying is if you see something, say something. Because too often than not, these things don't go reported. And we have to find out through the Wall Street Journal or a lawsuit. A lawsuit. And that changes. Listen, I, I, I don't think our our I don't think our viewpoint events could get could have gotten much lower after the first lawsuit. It now has sunk way below that. I I don't view him as a human being anymore. You you can't. I don't. He's a he's a piece of absolute garbage who you said it before we came on air mike there's a special place in hell waiting for you there really really is um ali i'll just send it to you and your thoughts on the whole the whole situation i mean first off if you are a victim just know you're not alone in the situation and that there are people there who will support you and will guide you through the situation. And that's the first thing I gotta say. Second, you're right about Mr. Man being having a special place in hell. It is deep down underneath the core. Mm-hmm. And third, we've been dealing with this Vince McMahon issue since 2020. Just remember that. So this wow. has been going on for like almost two years now. And Finally, it's now also hearing the rumors that not only John Laurinaitis, but also be some WWE superstars having these allegations, like Brock Lesnar, too. Well, we'll get into Brock Lesnar again, allegedly Brock Lesnar here in just a minute. Um, <clears throat> Jeff, before I do, I wanted, you, I wanted to get your thoughts on, on just everything. Um, to me, as a lifelong WWE fan, following it since about 1983, it if these allegations turn out to be true, um, because of course we all have to stress the importance of innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. Um, But if these allegations are true, it would almost like break my heart, but it wouldn't shock me at all because, you know, the, what's the saying? Um, Absolute power corrupts absolutely or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. And it's, it would, it's not shocking that a man of his power and his wealth could get away with something. That's, or I shouldn't say get away, because if he did it, there's a good chance he won't get away with it. But it wouldn't shock me that somebody of his stature does something like this. And 
you know, we've had and possibly have presidents that have um, done something similar and along these lines. And you can't get it any higher up the food chain than somebody of that stature. Um, mm-hmm. So this wouldn't shock me. Um, I, I think I feel a bit of more resentment for the people that were aware of things happening and didn't speak up, though at times they're thinking about themselves. And yeah, that's pretty selfish, but they're also thinking about if I say something, I could be out of a job. And if you're a single guy or a single woman and you lose your job, okay, that's one thing. But if you're a man or a woman with a husband or a wife at home and kids, you're thinking to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're put in this situation. Do I do what's right and inform the police, which is something I would hope I would do in that, in that situation. Thank, thankfully, I've never been put in that situation. And I hope nobody here will ever be put in that situation. I hope nobody ever has to be put in that situation. But I, I think doing what's right for a victim of a crime outweighs the potential loss your family might take financially because mm-hmm. i would hope that if people catch wind of somebody doing something like that and getting released which would be against the law anyway so you could have that lawsuit on your hands um that charities might turn around gofundmes and things of that nature to help you get back on your feet at least mm-hmm. you know you know if you're making you know $350,000, at least, you know, where there's charities out there that get you enough so you're not going to lose your house or something to that to that effect. Um, but it's, like, I, 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 that's one thing that I've never understood in, in people. I, you know, it's one thing if, if you want to try and get one over on somebody on something small and minute, but to put something in such a horrible position mm-hmm. where, uh, where it, God knows what's going through this woman's mind. Uh, yeah. Like I couldn't even fathom it. I mean, you know, sometimes you could, you know, like in those ter- those times where you say something like, yeah, no, I know what you're going through. This is something like I personally could never say, I know what you mean. I know what you're going through. We, and, you know, we can always uh, hope that there's help for her out there and there is but hopefully she finds the help first and foremost the mental health that she'll need to get through this situation her friends her family and uh trained medical professionals out there so Mm -hmm. that's that's the first thing i think i would i would hope that she gets yeah um this this is just like you said jeff this isn't black and it should be black and white for most people um but I, I you know obviously you guys said everything about how depraved this is and and how awful the, all this stuff is and but the the thing i find just weird with this whole thing is that people go out there and they'll say like oh we covered it up well being wrestling fans as long as we have, we all know that before 2022, WWE was Vince, mm-hmm. and Vince was WWE. So, you know, 
obviously you should say something. I'm not, I'm not implementing that. But what you said, Jeff, does come into a factor is that you could say, yeah, you can say something, but when Vince owns WWE, has that much power, like what can you, what at some point can you really do? What, like, what, like what's going to happen to him? Like nothing. And it's crazy now because, and, and the other thing we have to remember too is how much did people know? That's going to be another thing that these, this loss is going to have to kind of comb through is how much did, what, how much of did people know? Did people know that a relationship was going on? Did people know the extent that it was going to, how bad he got in this relationship? Because um, now Stephanie McMahon leaving at the second Vince McMahon came back in makes a is put into a whole new light when you hear these allegations. And I think you got to go back to the point of him and John Laurinaitis being in the office. Yeah. Doing this. If other people were around Mm -hmm. and, you know, think about not just Stephanie McMahon, but other people were leaving at that same point. Yeah. You know, she just happened to be the biggest name and, you know, the daughter of the individual, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, in the act. So I think that plays a huge factor into this. I think we also got to, not that we'll ever know who knew, but I'm intrigued by who did know. Yeah. Who in that room. Or who in that office knew what was going on? So yeah. Um, uh, just really quick, it's important to note that um, TKO, uh, obviously the new group that owns WWE and Endeavor, did come out with a with a public address uh, on Thursday. Quote, Mr. McMahon, this is from a TKO spokesperson. Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day operations of WWE. Quote, while this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we take Ms. Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally. Please be it that you can get Vince out of here. I know there's a lot of situations where you probably can't, but just get his ass out of here. Please get him out of this company. Please just get give him what he like not give him what he wants but just kick like just get like make it so that vince can just retire and just go the f away and hopefully face criminal charges from this because if this also is proven to be this actually happened is that this is just un unbelievably depraved and unbelievably sick um so this is this is just put a black cloud over wwe right now and in a week where they were you know we'll get into it in another episode you know i want to have a little bit of a a break because you know this episode deals with so many harsh things WWE should be celebrating this week they just had a big deal with netflix you've got the royal rumble this sunday but now there's just this hanging over the company and i really hope that the company can just get everything through, figure out who knew, figure out who covered it up. And Janelle Grant can get the help that she needs and get the, um, just move past this and try to move on with, uh, her life, uh, hopefully in a 
better spot. Um, and then to really wrap up this episode, um, Ali, you mentioned it. Uh, the lawsuit also claims that, quote, in July of 2021, McMahon told Grant to create sexualized content on her phone and send it to a, quote, former UFC heavyweight champion whom the WWE was trying to sign back at the time. Now, a lot of sources close to this matter have deduced that it was Brock Brock Lesnar. And um, the, the lawsuit claims that Grant did make this sexualized stuff for Brock Lesnar, did send it to him. He responded asking her to do some very unpleasant uh videos for for him um and they quote we're going to set up a play date at one point quote play date but it never happened due to snow uh, snowstorm and covid-19 uh restrictions i don't know about you mike but i think after hearing that if it's proven to be him brock lesnar's done yeah no, uh, whoever it is, whether it's Brock Lesnar or who, let me make this plain and simple. Whoever's names are in here. Done. Bye -bye. Later. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter how long you've been there, doesn't, you're gone. Well, well, think of this, and you brought up the point before about Vince. Vince was, is WWE. Yep. Now, they have erased he who shall not be named mm -hmm. from history. By the way, the 04 Rumble's tremendous. Go watch it. An invisible you, guy wins the Rumble. You can't how do that you, with it. How do you erase Vince McMahon from history? How could how would you be able to erase potentially Brock Lesnar from history? You you can't. That's the difficult thing in this whole situation and but if your name's in there see ya don't let the door hit you on the way out and and here's the thing it could be anybody i mean it's not like it's you know i i, I i'm not i don't want to put names out there but imagine a certain guy who just took over creative what if his name's in there it's like this oh, could be a, this could be a this could be a seismic shift in WWE, like really big. Don't you think if he was in there, though, that, that he would have been named already? Hold on. Who knows? There might be somebody else, too. Who knows? Like, you're talking MMA, Cain Velasquez. Wasn't Vince going yeah, to that's true. Him? Cain Velasquez was around. I, I saw like Twitter people started talking said? about Riddle as well, but he was never a heavyweight champion. Right, no, I think Kane was Kane Velasquez was even further back than that. He was 2019. That's yeah, he had that little stint. That's and I hadn't had heard hide or hair of them trying to resign him in a long, long time because it didn't yeah. really work out the first time. But you know, our, I think our assumptions are going to be dead on with who we're assuming yeah. it could be. It's unfortunate. Right. That's why it, he's it, not the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that, that's the report now is that Brock Lesnar has been pulled from the Royal Rumble. Slim Jim announced today that they're pulling their they're pausing their sponsorship with WWE, um, which we, you know, we could, you know, we can laugh and say, oh, Slim Jim, but that's a major sponsor for WWE, mm -hmm. major one. And 
they've announced they're going to stop all all ad running. They're going to stop all sponsorships. They're stopping everything. This this is where TKO really needs to step up. And Ariel Manuel and Nick Khan, anybody who is clean of this, who didn't know or they didn't know the extent, because that is also something that, again, that's like I said, that that, that needs to be a, a kind of a, detail in there because there are people who probably like maybe knew something was going on but they didn't know the extent of what it of what it was hell we didn't know like i said we only heard about the hush money scandal back in 2022 but then now we're hearing about what actually took place uh to create the which led to the hush money to the nda so i i just like you said mike if, if you're found out with this bye bye you are out the door and you are not to be seen around this company again. And so, but, but again, the, the lawsuit only, it's important to note that the lawsuit, like we said with the whole Brock Lesnar thing, the lawsuit does not state Brock Lesnar. The only people that the lawsuit mentions by name as defendants are Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. I, I want to go back to something also, because we talked about you talked about first. We talked about the people in the office who may have known. Um, Kevin Dunn recently just randomly stepped away. Mm. Now, mm. now I am not one to play detective, but something doesn't smell right there. Well. You know what really puts this what what puts what now puts something into a different context with all this. We know why now Vince like re- like rushed the return back to the company and then immediately was like, "I have to sell this." Yeah, because he probably knew this was coming, and TKO probably knew this was coming, and so they were like, "Okay, we're gonna buy it, but you better be ready for the day of reckoning." And they've probably had their PR, their lawyer, their defendant like team. They've had them probably like ready for this. And he, l- let's be truthful. He may have needed the money. Yeah. He may. And, and now he's definitely going to need for to pay his lawyers. Mm-hmm. Like This is going to be a big trial because this is going to expose like expose Vince McMahon for it already has because you know it's already shown a lot of light on this but yeah geez this is this is something on a level that I never thought this would get to you know I I I, when we heard about the stuff in 2022 I thought oh okay I, I could have seen that coming and like I and like I said I'm not surprised but I am shocked I'm not surprised that we're hearing more about sexual misconduct from McMahon but I'm but I'm shocked at how far he went and how depraved he got. And like I said, we covered. I mentioned a little bit on here, but the lawsuit goes into very graphic detail of what Vince and John Laurinaitis did to this poor woman. And yeah. it, it's it's not yeah, like I said, it's not a pleasant read at all. Um, and, so and mentioned the grooming, and that's something that didn't just happen overnight then because the grooming process um, yeah. is something that takes so, I mean it you know it depends upon the offender I mean it could take them a couple of weeks but I, I'm sure this this took uh, more than a, more, more than a few weeks because they're talking about the different gifts 
that uh, Vince was yeah. showering her with to make it seem like I, I don't even know what could be going through his mind. I'm only wondering, guessing, because something like this is so far removed from my thought process. Um, but it's like, okay, almost, I guess the best way I was describing to somebody online today earlier, I said it's almost like um, how a pimp treats his, I hate saying his women, but that's the only way to, PG way to describe it. Not um, like the Godfather. What's that? Not like the Godfather. Yeah, like where he's giving them, he's giving them gifts and giving them things to show you, almost as like, I'm really affectionate to you. I'm giving you everything you need. Why can't you just show it right back with this, that, or the other thing? What you don't love me, you don't care for me, you don't hold yeah. me in high esteem. Um, I mean, that's that's I, almost pimping one hundred and one. Every pimp out there that I've seen, right. like them get interviewed by uh, a couple guys on YouTube. That's almost like one hundred and one right there. Well, and, and that's and- you know a form of grooming. That that's why Miss Grant is coming out public with this because obviously, because the, the and she is putting her neck out for this because the NDA is still technically there, but there her and her lawyers are arguing that since Vince stopped the payments, that the, the NDA is null and void since she was holding up her end of the bargain, but he was no longer holding up his end of the bargain. But it is a it's it's a great it's a very muddy situation when this comes to law because. If the court rules that the NDA was still there, then unfortunately he might just skate by, which I really hope doesn't. But it's it's a sketchy area in which she's going to, but she's sticking her neck out and she should be commended for this, uh, for for doing this and uh basically being the 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 leader of people who are afraid to speak out against not just Vince, but anybody who does stuff like this. But that was another thing too, is that the position that was, that she was in the position that she had the job for was basically just created for her. She, she mentioned how she basically didn't do anything. She literally had no job. She was just there as an object of Vince and John Laurinaitis. What? Well, I, I think the other thing, and you just brought it up. And so I think we can tie the two together. Is he he can skate by on yeah. that, like like depending on how they rule on the NDA stuff, but he will never be looked at the same by anybody. His his image has changed. Our perception of him has changed, and he will always be, um, to put it bluntly, a scumbag. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of putting it PG. Oh, yeah. Um, But to to put the second part, yeah, if you're creating a position just to have her there as a quote-unquote object, that's the question they're going to have to ask themselves, uh, ask of him. What was her role? What did she do? If she didn't do anything, so she was legitimately under contract for you to... Abuse. Yeah. Basically. And that's what this loss is going to have to tackle. And it's going to be a pretty long process. Um, I really just hope TKO can just either make him at the very least. If they cannot get him off the board, 
because I know there's like a thing in his contract that says like he cannot like he cannot be forced out. He can only leave by resigning or dying, basically, which I'm not going to go there, but uh, I know which one. I This may right be now. forced resignation. Yeah, maybe a forced resignation, but at the very least, like make him sh- sell all his shares. So he has l- no power in this company it, like that. That title that he has of the executive chairman of the board is a paper title. That's all it is. It means nothing. He has no power whatsoever. At the very least, he needs to be put in that position. Um, but did you guys have anything else we want we wanted to add before we ended this episode? Please, again, just get help if you are ever in this situation or you have gotten PTSD, anxiety, depression just because you're in this situation. 988 National Suicide Hotline is there for you. You can also text them at 741-741 or look them up and chat with somebody. They're always here for you. Yes. If if you are yes, if you are in the situation, please know that you're not alone. And if you see this, say something. Please say something because we cannot let men like this keep getting men and or women, you know, like keep getting away with situations. Let's just say the like predators. This. Yeah, the predators. We cannot let the predators keep getting away with crap like this but that's going to do it for this basically mini episode of the face turn podcast uh we'll we'll upload another episode uh here in a little bit you know check out the episode uh later uh uh tomorrow for a you know full rumble breakdown we'll do uh the the more positive news that came out about wwe uh this past week but for this episode for mike ali and jeff i'm noah uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Just know you're not alone out there if you are in this terrible situation. And we will catch you guys next time. Hey, everyone. This is Noah Trombley from the Face Turn Podcast. So for a little clarification as to what you're about to hear, we literally recorded the episode all about the Vince McMahon allegations. Uh, and then about eight minutes after we hit end recording on that episode, we got the news that Vince McMahon was resigning from his position. So the next bit of audio you're about to hear is us reacting to that news that Vince McMahon was now resigning from his position uh, at TKO and all the other uh, positions as well. So just wanted to get that clarification. Enjoy the rest of the episode. (laughs) Well, well, well. Um, So hello everyone we just got done uh filming an uh, episode of the face turn in which we talked about the new allegations against vince mcmahon the horrific allegations we just are sitting here we're talking about some stuff and we just got major breaking news what we thought should happen has happened major breaking news vince mcmahon is uh, currently resigning from all of his positions at TKO, and he is no longer uh, having any role in WWE. This is from Sean Ross. I have a Fightful about eight minutes ago. I want to inform you that Vince McMahon has ten- tendered his resignation from his positions as TKO executive chairman and on the TKO board of directors. He will no longer have a role with TKO group holdings or WWE. This is coming from Nick Khan himself. So what we thought happened has happened, Mike. Vince is gone and i i think jeff you said it best before they must have paid a hefty price to get this yep but the distraction's gone 
Um, then goodbye, Vince McMahon. You you really did reveal yourself as the devil. So later, dude. <laughs> Wait, it's not Noah. That's to, the devil. Me, it's Vincent Kennedy me, McMahon. This oh, just no, state- when he does the reveal of the higher power. That's what I was going for. I mean, he, they could say, oh, he, he decided to resign because he doesn't want the negative light put on TK on the WWE, which could partially be true. But on the other hand, just from a gut feeling, you know, the whole, you know, innocent till proven guilty, but I like to stress that a lot. But to me, if I knew I was innocent of something, I wouldn't have resigned. I would have said, okay, this is a distraction. I'm just going to go off into the sunset for a bit. And when I am found innocent, like I know I am, then I will be brought back in to resume normal duties. But for now, I'm going to go on um, temporary leave or indefinite leave or something to that effect. If I knew in my heart of hearts, I was innocent of something, but that's, that's how I personally would have handled it. But um, so this, and you know, I, want, I, want, I don't want to say it's an admission, but it kind of is. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's, you know what yeah. I mean? But, um, and yeah. I see a lot of people, on, I see a lot of people on Twitter um, saying like, oh, well, this happened before, this happened before. What you guys have to remember, if anyone out there is having doubts about this, like, no, he is gone because there is no avenue for him to come back he is out uh before i let it go to ali like he is gone like there is no way he can manipulate things to get back on WWE. there's no way he can manipulate anything like he is out so this is why this is major breaking news because the first time it was just oh i'm re- i'm stepping down this is i am gone Mm-hmm. And like TKO was officially terminated all relations with Vince. So Allie, th- like I said, this is not this is something completely different. Like he is officially just gone. There's only one thing I have to do in quote of Jr. Na 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 na. Hey, good goodbye, guy, Vince. Goodbye, Vince. Yeah, I'm no, glad this is, is happening now. Because if this happened in like November, early December of last year, wow, what an awkward Christmas uh, that would be at the McMahon house. Here's the other thing, though, that's very interesting. They got this done tonight on the eve of the Rumble. Imagine they didn't get this done, and this is hanging over their heads. Forget through the Rumble, through WrestleMania. Yeah, Um it, yeah, it it had to get done, and I'm I'm thankfully that yeah, it, it's done. Vince McMahon is out. He's gone. There's no more. Um. Uh, but and and you know what? I I'm wondering about this. We talked about it at the end of the last episode that we did, and I'll I'll merge the two episodes together because you know now we actually have some positive news to talk about. Thankfully, that he's that piece of crap is gone. Um. I bet you this was in response to Slim Jim. Because you were saying, Jeff, when we were on our little break between podcasts, how many sponsors were calling them up being like, if he's th- if he's still there, we're out. Yep, money talks. Money talks. And yeah. so 
that we've we finally gotten it. it. It only took a day. Vince McMahon is out of day, WWE. Right? Huh? Barely a day. Barely a day. Yeah, like this stuff came just over a day. Like just earlier yesterday, this stuff came out. Uh, so yeah, no. So there's your update. I will, like I said, out. This will be at the end of the episode. But hey. You know, positive news at least. Vince McMahon is gone from WWE and TKO. The the bitch is dead. Bitch is dead. <laughs> and you know what? The wicked old Vince is dead. And here's the thing. Goodbye, Vince McMahon. We're not gonna miss you, you piece of crap. <laughs> so we'll leave you with that. Goodbye, Vince, you dumb. And I hope you burn in hell. That's what I'm going to leave you guys with. But we'll end that for this episode. We'll get into our next episode here in just a few minutes. But thank you guys for listening on the Face Room Podcast. We'll see you guys next time.